0: Hey everyone, welcome to Innate Express Podcast, and I'm uh, here with Junior, and uh, it is an awesome Saturday morning, and uh, we are continuing Fame and Fortune Volume 33, uh, BJ Palmer, and we just had a discussion. We're going to start hitting some uh, DD Palmer very soon, maybe our next video, and uh, what I'd like you to do, please share this, and also uh, subscribe to the page. We have a lot of good content coming up and a lot of adjusting content. And uh, we're going to start off Fame and Fortune and we're on chapter, what chapter was it? Three. Chapter three. Conflict. Conflict.
1: All right. Medical men admit God on Sunday. Admit nature cures other six days, in theory, and deny both seven days a week when they prescribe pills, powders, potions, prescriptions, and injections. Thinking substance things from outside cure something physically wrong inside. Preachers of religious admit um, omnipresence, omnipotence, and omniscience of the kingdom of God within you. From the pulpit, preach this gospel from Velmans on Sunday, and when sick themselves, deny the ability of internal God within man to get them well other six days of week. Going to material medica, materialists, to have their material disease therapeutically healed and cured by pills, powders, potions, prescriptions, and injections, thinking remedial things from outside will cure something wrong inside. Medical men are in conflict between what they believe religiously and what they practice medically. Preachers are in conflict between what they preach religiously and what they do therapeutically when sick. There is no consistency in principle or practice in either of their divided one-half dogmas or science. Medical men deny there is an all-intellectual, inspirable, internal innate intelligence that gets sick people well they ridicule chiropractors who assert such in a factual actuality calling our philosophy a cult religious preachers assert there is an all internal god that rules universe and deny that there is an internal god in man both medical men and preachers go to chiropractors and get well because they permit the actual factual union of innate with their physical bodies. Chiropractors has no such conflict. He knows there is an external universe, universal intelligence, and there is also an internal innate intelligence with which he cooperates, restoring one into the other
0: through the other. Awesome. So my daughter has had a cough the past couple of days. It's actually been five days. And uh, the what seems the sickness is the cure. Innate's on the job. The body's trying to get something out. She has had a fever and cooking off the bugs, basically. You know, virus and bacteria don't reproduce at a high fever, at a high temperature. So the body's doing something wonderful. Um, You know, the medical world wants us to add, continually to add, which also means suppress innate's job. So, you know, and of course it's not easy being a parent, what do we do? And then also the debate between husband and wife, what should we do? And my wife trusts innate. She trusts God. She trusts chiropractic, and trusts the body. Um, but there's also those times where we have those, you know, a little bit of fear because we've also been programmed, and that programming was going on back then too. And uh, you know, the body, the, the body heals itself. We know it. And when we, you know, he talks about the the. He knows there is an external universal intelligence and there is also an internal innate intelligence with which he cooperates, restoring one into one into and through the other. Right? Establishing a continuity of innate spirit within the system so the body can heal itself. It's a trust. What did you get from that?
1: Something very similar. Um Alani, when she was two years old. She was struggling um, to walk straight, and this would, like continued till three, and then we took her to a bunch of different specialists and kept getting her looked at. So she wasn't able to walk straight. She wasn't able to jump. She was walking into walls. Uh, she couldn't balance on anything. And after going to four different specialists and getting told that there was nothing that could be done, just waited out, uh, we got her adjusted. They adjusted Atlas, and her ilium and she was able to jump for the first time. Wow. So, like, you, you see examples like that. And then my son, um, he had a cough, and his cough lasted over three months. And then, obviously, the antibiotics and all this other stuff, like trying to get rid of his cough, because my wife is still in the fear set mentality. Like, I just started chiropractic school. I can't expect her to be on board 100% with everything.
0: And three months is significant. And, yeah. And, and it's understandable, you know? Yeah. So,
1: all of a sudden, he gets, gets adjusted. Uh, I think it was at a Saturday Night Live in, in Fort Lauderdale actually. And he gets adjusted, cough goes away that same night. And it lasts a period of time, but the cough comes back. And I was like, you're not gonna get him on antibiotics all over again. We already saw that this didn't work once. Let's get him adjusted. Get him adjusted, his cough goes away. But what was interesting was like we kept that same pattern. Obviously, he needs to get adjusted regularly to kind of keep that cough away. It was, she, I wasn't around, so she took him to um, a chiropractor in the area, and it was a chiropractor that doesn't believe in innate intelligence, doesn't say subluxation, doesn't do, he adjusts him, his cough gets worse. So it's not the, like, the actual mechanism of the adjustment because he used the activator, even though he clicked up his whole spine and wasn't, but he did, pretty much You would think it's the same thing. Like, he adjusted him, His cough didn't go away; it actually got worse because the intention behind the adjustment wasn't there. There you go. So it is pretty powerful, just the mentality and also being congruent with what you preach. So as a chiropractor, we're preaching, you know, a healthier way of living or a more natural way of living. And then you've mentioned it before in conversation, uh, like what do we feed our kids? Because that would also fall in line with the congruency of. And I, I have that bad habit and that a lot of times my daughter will cry for something that I know isn't healthy for her and then I'm going down that route. Same thing as, as if it was a medicine or the same thing, or in my opinion, like, is there a congruency in what we preach in okay. So, here? So, it really brings me back to um, hearing I okay.
0: Yeah, there's something extra, you know, being grounded in our principles, knowing who we are. Um, I was reading some notes I had from Sigafoos, um, and they were from you know, like 2006 or seven or something like that, and I'm reading through my notes, and this it was, it was a list of things to do for a chiropractor, you know, being successful. And one of the main ones was read a passage every day of a green book. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how a chiropractor can't, can survive as a chiropractor and not having some basic understanding of our profession, you know? And it's in the books. And I'm a D.D. man. I, I uh, consider myself a D.D. man, but I also read B.J. Palmer's books, and they're right here. And uh, you know, I have I've had chiropractors get angry at me when I talk about you know reading Green books or ever read read this in a Green book or mentioned something, and you get angry about it, and saying you know this that's not chiropractic and blah blah blah, I'm like it, it's it's the basis of chiropractic. If you don't know that you have two feet. How can you ever stand up properly, right? If you don't know that the bottom is supposed to touch the floor, right? You'll end up walking on your hands or crawling on your belly, right? So ultimately, this is the sole of your feet. This is the most important thing where the rubber hits the road. This is where we have to be. Even though it's complicated sometimes, it's hard to read some things. But when we get it deeper inside of ourselves, it becomes us. That's why it's part of having a successful practice, reading a green book, reading every day, reading a sentence. Sometimes one paragraph, you can sit and chew on and digest for you know, a week or a month and take it in. What did he mean by that? What was that exactly you know, in you know, he was trying to portray? Ah, Now I get it this way. I'm not saying this is the Bible. It's the Bible of chiropractic. But you think about the Bible, if you read it once and it's like a novel, oh, I know it's going to happen at the end, you know, that's it, then religion would be nothing, right? So reading something, it's wisdom, and getting that wisdom within ourselves. Each time we see it, we see it with new eyes. We're reading it with new, you know, hearing it with new ears. So each time we take it in, it means something different for ourselves. The longer we've been in practice or caring for people, things make more sense or different things become part of us, it's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's definitely where that
0: special something comes from. If if you're able
1: to ground yourself and you're keeping this active in your mind and within yourself, then like with uh, my son's case, one person who doesn't read the green books, doesn't have belief in what he's doing, just going through the mechanistic way, bone press, that's it. Yeah. And you don't have the proper intention that comes
0: from the knowledge of what's presented here. Yeah. And they've shown in quantum physics that intention means everything. Mm-hmm. Your expectation of the outcome, your understanding in quantum physics, that is reality. and We know that to be true now. And BJ, DD, all these guys, they were talking about at the beginning about that type of thing. So that's great. Let's read this one. This is chapter four, Ultimates. The ultimate buying object of sick is to get well. I mean that's what the product is. Ultimately selling objective of chiropractic of chiropractor is to get sick well. If these two meet, all else ultimately follows. Betwixt, he actually says betwixt. and between these two ultimate objectives are two approaches. one which succeeds and one which fails. Ultimate, which succeeds is one which strictly, exclusively, and inclusively follows innate development from above downward and from within outward, both in patient and in chiropractor. The law of innate, its principle and practice, is absolute and cannot be violated except to loss, uh, except to loss of both patient and chiropractor. Now I'm just going to stop there for a second because it's a meeting of innate to innate, or spirit to spirit. And when that spirit, what we were just talking about too, that quantum connection, your body will show me a different subluxation than it will maybe someone else. And there have been millions of debates about those things. Someone finds an atlas subluxation in one direction, the next guy, another expert, finds it another way. And I see it in this way. Your innate trusts me in a different way than it trusts another person. You're going to help me with this vibration, this tone right now, because that's what I need. Innately, we're saying those things. When innately, someone say, uh, your innate says, look, I don't trust you. You're better off driving my car than adjusting my Atlas. And this is what I'm going to give you at the moment and get this thing over with. That is where I see most of the profession. That's why there is so much other adjunct stuff from fart levelers and, you know, standard process and all these things. And I I am calling those places out because what they've done is dominated our our schools and our education. And uh, it's a failure in our part of being able to teach the principles and philosophy. If we can't have a seminar based on principles and philosophy of chiropractic or technique, All those other things are a waste of time and they could be done in anything. Anybody can tell you to put shoe inserts. There's a machine at Walmart that'll stand you on and say, buy this one, right? There's no doctoring involved in that. There's no chiropractic. That's my rant for a moment. All right, I'll get back to it. I I say those things and I rant and I don't pick on people that are doing it. But if you need help, I can help you. I will help you. Junior will help you. Because chiropractic is that important. And people deserve to receive chiropractic care unsullied, you know, in, in its ultimate form. Ultimate, which fails, is where external economic pressure, that's it right there, external economic pressure, patient pressure, competitive pressure, which become involved. Where money, what the patient wants done, I mean, I'm just going to stop there a second, because you get that, and people say, well, what if the people say they want this? And I was just talking to somebody in Mexico about that, and I said, who is the doctor? Who is the chiropractor, I prefer to say? I know what to do, and I'm going to help your body do it. All those things will happen in the right time. The side effect of chiropractic, your symptoms are going to be better. If they're not, your body's still healing. So, the side effect of chiropractic, your symptoms, let me do my job. Sigafoos used to say this. He, go, he used to tell me, he said, if you know how to do my job better than me, you go home and I come to you. <laughs> I thought that was just great. I've told people that. I said, if you want me to, I'll do it your way, and then I'm going to come to house your house and you take care of me. How about that? <laughs> Incorporating method over other chiropractic by the man across the hall next door or down the block, thinking he is giving more for the money to please the patient, which actually introduces thinking, giving less to get him well. A, at, A adds one nothing n- at, A adds one thing, not chiropractic. B thinks he must add that one plus another and now adds two plus a third. B adds all three plus a fourth. So the multiplicity of divergence distracts from the and dilutes innate delivery in both chiropractor and chiropractic patient. Yes, that's what we just talked about. We're diluting our message and diluting the power of chiropractic. Eventually, if every chiropractor follows second routine, Chiropractic is smothered and buried. And anti-chiropractic, pro-medical methods come in, destroy health service and become lost in the jungle of failures, which destroy health service to sick. And chiropractor goes begging for dollars based on external pressure. That's a whole practice building special section. That's why we're reading Fame and Fortune. Philosophy, understanding chiropractic, and then it's practice building. Because we just talked about opening a practice. You're going to open a practice soon. You have a beautiful young lady and a beautiful young son to take care of and a beautiful wife. And you know what? There's pressure. you got to feed them. Mm-hmm. And the salesmen want us to say, here, sell this, you'll make money. And we start selling the product, and then our product of chiropractic becomes diluted. If I need to take this foot salve, rub it on my feet to make me better, then this chiropractic is sort of just an add-on and it means less, right? You're standing in mud at that point, right? Not solid ground. I prefer the solid ground. And people ask me what to eat all the time. And I said, eat food touched, my father used to say this, eat food touched by the fewest number of people, right? (laughs) Or eat food that was living recently. (laughs) That's good for you. If you want some more of that, there's great nutrition people I'll refer you to. And you know what to eat. We know good food, right? And there's nothing wrong with telling people you've got to eat good food. But ultimately, it's not our job to give them a menu, right? The body's going to get healthy. We clear the neural system. If it's not clear, it's not even going to digest those expensive vitamins, right? It's not going to digest and use it properly. You're just going to just push it right out. That was a powerful section. And I'm in, obviously, I get riled up about it. Yeah. And I, I want every chiropractor to be successful at chiropractic.
1: It, it builds on what we read previously about the yeah. whole educated mind and, yeah. and allowing innate, but it takes it to a whole nother level and just um, the influences that sometimes. Because in school it's very fear-based, so they Absolutely. they constantly like you're not going to be successful. You're going to be starving for the first year, two years of practice. Yeah. You need to have something else inside of your practice. You could charge for doing um, a massage or a scraping or whatever. You could charge for doing this. You could charge for doing that, and that's going to be how you and that's how you're going to keep your doors open. Yeah. And then a lot of times in student clinic. I'll have um, hold on. patients come to me and tell me, I need to get, um, you need to massage my neck before you adjust it. I was like, ah, my muscles are too tense. They're like, well, think of the reason that your muscles are tense. What supplies the muscles? What is causing them to tense up? So if it's the nerve that's causing the muscles to tense, if I do the adjustment, which is gonna alleviate the tension on these nerves, Yep. aren't your muscles gonna relax? Yep. So wouldn't it be better to do the adjustment and allow your body to relax them on their own? Yep. So that's and, good. But that's not what we're taught. And there's the, yep. like the vast majority of people. Look at Palmer right now, the biggest clubs on campus are Soft Tissue Club, Functional Rehab, and Mopal. Those are the three pretty much biggest clubs. And you know, it's just kind of sad to think that right now everyone is drifting away from what true chiropractic is. If you teach anything other than that,
0: okay. I'm gonna switch it. I'm gonna say more people are coming back to principled okay. chiropractic, right? Right now it is. I yeah, can see it, yeah. absolutely yeah. true. We're because maybe. who wants to be, you know, I love massage therapists. I have friends that are massage mm-hmm. therapists. I get a massage occasionally. But I'm not a massage therapist, and I don't want to be one, right? So you, you hit the nail on the head. I tell people all the time, no massage before your adjustment i want at least 24 hours if you get a massage before you come in here That's okay cool. and then i want you to at least wait a few hours and let your innate do the job before you get a massage after your adjustment your body is doing something absolutely beyond our perception of living human beings what's going on after that adjustment i have i actually have no idea but i know innate does your spirit does it knows what's going on if it didn't we'd be viewing you, right? You would be on the other side of the soil. Yeah. So, that's, I'm so happy you mentioned that because it's exa- it, a conversation comes up in practice. You're going to get it. Everybody does. That's beautiful. And, you know, I, I just want to go back just a little bit. Like I said, my daughter's had a cough for a week. I woke up at 2 o'clock. And the, I, I was already awake. She'd been coughing all night. And I, you know, I picked her up and I made her a little, little ginger tea and then I took her down to the adjusting room in my house. And I would love to say immediately the cough went away. It didn't, okay? I adjusted her and she kept coughing. And I thought, in my mind, I, I wanted to go away. And I've adjusted her three times a day, maybe four some days, maybe more than that. Each time thinking this is gonna go away right now. When Nate's on the job, but it's not really up to me. Her Nate still needs to go through the processes. It's not the cure for the cough, right? It's the clarity of the neurology for the body to heal itself. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen, you know. She went to bed and she was, she was coughing a little bit less, but she still coughed. And, but her body is healing. Her fever broke. She, her, she all of a sudden went into to some deep sweats because S- she slept between my wife and I last night. And she was soaking wet. We changed her shirt about 3.30 in the morning. And you know what? She woke up this morning and she wasn't really... A little bit of cough, but not much. Mm-hmm. And her fever was gone. She's had a fever for a week. She needed it. I'm not trying to cure the fever. I'm clearing the neurology, clearing innate communication so it could do its job. If I get her out of something too quickly, maybe I'm inhibiting and keeping her from healing and causing a problem in the future. Because we know there are inflammatory responses. If we suppress, we'll have bigger ones in the future. So that's one thing too, and as a chiropractor, I want the magic with my family too, right? I've had children, you know, a family comes in, family of five kids, They've been all coughing for a week, two weeks, three weeks. They come in and get adjusted. They all stop coughing. And then my kid still coughs. <laughs> it's like, but they needed it, yeah. right? It's not that the adjustment was improper at the time. That's it, that's it was normal. Cool. Wow, you're so good at that. Okay. And then Nate is on the job. Can you imagine the processes of her just growing every moment, right? Making three million cells a minute, making this new human flesh. The education is amazing, too, because
1: by you um, not falling into what every one of her friends probably does, it takes medicine or going
0: down that route. Yep. (laughs) Oh, that's a great idea.
1: And that it allows for her to grow up that way and have that mentality. And then I really like the one... for the patients, that education on the patients yeah. to show the importance of the adjustment that is so important that you don't want anything inhibiting before. You make sure that it's the right um, mindset, which takes away the conversation of you giving them a massage before it. Oh, yeah. And then saving that period of time afterwards to allow
0: the body to heal itself. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we want to add more that we're thinking adding more value, like Walmart. You know, if they only sold diamond rings. I'm not saying you know don't go buy one there, but your wife would have or husband whoever would rather have one from Tiffany's, right? I'd rather be the Tiffany's, right? <laughs> so that's what I even tell people in here. This is this is what you're getting. I, I'm give, for me. I'm giving you the best service I can. I want you to have a high volume practice, struggling and having to sell carpets and magazines and having to sell chairs and mattresses and pillows. You don't. Hopefully, never have to do that. And when we're founded on our principle, we have success. If you, say, I've had, I had a child just recently. He was having nine seizures a day um, for something like three or four years, and they, the seizure would knock him out for um, two hours. So nine seizures a day—that's 18 hours a day. The kid just—he never played with his brother, neither. Swam in the pool. I mean, he was. it was a tough time for the whole family. And within a week, his seizures went from uh, eight to nine a day to two per week. I'd love them all to go away, but that's significant. Huge. The church was praying for him. The community was praying for him. Everybody, yay, that's awesome. Everybody was, the whole town, everyone around him, it was actually um, the friends of the family said, go see Hague, and paid for them, because the family spent all their money on care for this child, which I could understand. Friends paid for them to come in, and the child got better. Do you think you'll get referrals from that? The entire church had been praying for this boy. Every person from that church ends up calling and saying, hey, can you know, can I come in? Absolutely, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. That's marketing. You don't, I mean, I go out and I do talks in churches and companies and I do outside screenings and all those things because I love to do it because I have a chance to talk about chiropractic. But really, the best things are referrals. Posting on Facebook is the 1% of referrals. I go for the 99, right? So, And all that comes from within. I get excited to talk yeah, about this. I'll Can you well. tell? Yeah, obviously, right? Okay, let's read another one. Sure. I mean, these two are small, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Chapter 5, An Analogy. In National Geographic, July 1954, we find this analogy. The the way to understand the telephone company, one AT&T public relations expert told me, is to think of it as a nerve system. Think of the country as a big scattered organism. The telephone wires link it together as our own nerve coordinates your body. At first, the telephone wires carried only sounds and correspond to the nerves that carry sound from your ear to your brain. Now, with television, they're carrying sight. There's the, excuse me, the optic nerve, but your body also has motor nerves. Your brain sends messages along the nerves telling your fingers to move and it moves. Well, telephone wires do that too. As wonderfully complex as telephone system is, it is one drop compare, compared to an ocean, compared to a human organism, with its complex brain, wires, messages flowing afferently and efferently. Notwithstanding, it works as far as it goes. No phone system can possess several functions which human living body possesses. It has no memory to duplicate like action under like conditions. It cannot and does not repair damages It uh, to itself as living human body does. It cannot adapt itself to variable or variables arising such as storms, wires down, current flow broken, which it, a living human body can do. And it cannot conceive conceptions, re- reproduce itself by manufacturing seeds, plant them within itself to germinate to generate fertilize and build unit like itself as living body can do <clears throat> if an accidental subluxation occurs somewhere between generator and motor diminishing its normal quanta flow of electrical message co- conveying impulses it cannot accidentally adjust itself restoring that flow restoring its function of transmitting messages as human living body does, often does. Everywhere we see man artificially duplicating parts of of living human beings. Everywhere we see medical men denying that all natural elements which make living man live as he is. Didi says in his book, as the Chiropractor's Adjuster, which we're we're doing we're going to do right now, soon, in uh, translating to Spanish and Portuguese. One thing he does, he goes through people's writings. It's the Chiropractor's Adjuster, putting them back on the path. A lot of people mention like a machine and a mechanic and repairing a part. And he said, we are not machines, we're far more advanced than that. And I can't say, I can fix your low back or I can fix your heart disease. I can adjust you, your body has a hierarchy of healing. Your low back pain might be way down on the list, but there might be a kidney problem you have no idea about, nate's on the job, now it's clear to heal that. And I'm gonna tell the story about my mother real quick. I'm not gonna tell her heart disease story because her body healed that, but her kidney disease. Her sciatic pain was so bad, and I got therapeutic for a little while, it's my mother. I wanted her to be out of pain and her sciatic pain got so bad, she couldn't walk, she was complaining, and I sent her to a physical therapist, couldn't help, it got worse. We took new x-rays, we did an MRI, everything just got worse. Oh, we didn't do an MRI, we did x-rays. And what was happening is, she had one functioning kidney for her whole life, and that one kidney went from, I saw it on the urologist's uh, report was a shriveled up little prune and it was growing to eight centimeters and functioning from no function if I said oh god forbid I got her out of pain in her sciatica and I'd stopped adjusting her maybe your kidney would not have healed right how many people I've heard over and over again oh I saw a chiropractor in college pain went away and I stopped going And then you have a year of hysterectomy, you know, was one year after that. Maybe your body was healing the uterus. Maybe your body was healing the prostate. And then you stopped going to the chiropractor because you're, unfortunately, your pain went away. And unfortunately, the chiropractor wasn't educated properly or didn't educate you properly. That is where I see the biggest gap, right, is that little bit. That's why education is so important. I give drip education, I'm constantly educating, and also that power. They might not know everything about chiropractic, but when they believe in you and they know what you know, he must believe in this, I, it must be true, and then they start following along and they start getting healthier, and then they still tell more people. So, my mother is a big example of that. Got anything? There's this, this one. <coughs>
1: While in Hollywood, January 1954, witnessed an abdominal operation for removal of a uterine tumor weighing 18 pounds. This was in 3D and color. During taking a picture, surgeons described what he was doing. Several times he referred to how nature did this or that. What do you think or understand he could possibly mean by nature. Was it an evasive or avoidance term? Did he use it, glibly to imply something he didn't understand or couldn't explain? Some chiropractors find themselves at crossroads in conflicts between what they want to believe, which to believe, and have faith in. What to know and what to practice, to get sick well. They prefer not to oppose biblical religions or medical science, so they wallow around in complexities of uncertainties of both, preferring to be an all-around adherent to nothing definite, specific, or workable.
0: Goes back to what we were saying. Yeah. You know, knowing that you know that you know that you know is what Sid Williams used to say. You know that you know that you know. Chiropractic, he used to, I remember in our orientation at at Life University, it was three hours of Sid Williams speaking, and you could not leave the room. Everybody had a full bladder. And he threatened to drop these keys for two and a half of those hours, and it wasn't until the very end he dropped them on the podium that chiropractic works and it's like gravity. It works no matter what. You are educated, just doesn't know it. Like my mother with the kidney, with this tumor that he's mentioning, if that tumor didn't form, she probably would have been dead already, right? The genius of the body, said, the innate the spirit of the body, encapsulated, right, 18 pounds, it had been growing and keeping from metastasizing through the rest of her system. So the genius of educated said let's, nowadays says let's puncture that and let's draw out some stuff and then we're going to analyze it but then we're going to release it to the whole body. Or we'll chop it off, once they chop it off that's what all the chemo is for is to try and get those little cells that are trapped going around the body so they don't metastasize. But the far smarter is the body says, I'm going to wall that off. Now, she probably feels better that she has an 18-pound tumor pulled out of her body. But there is a genius going on. The body's protecting itself at all times the best that it can at the moment. So we want to say we caught the flu or we caught this disease, but it's really coming from internal. Because it's easier to think of, the, we talked about this before, the physical stuff, the car accident falling and, you know, becoming subluxated, but those internal forces as well, the emotional stress, the chemical stress. And I also say there's spiritual stress. When there's a book called "The Molecules of Emotion" by Candace Pert, and she talks about the chemistry of emotion in the body. So that's also a chemical stress. And now science is really talking about you know, cancers and heart disease and different things coming from emo- emotions. And um, uh, Louise Hay, in her book uh, You Can Heal Your Life and Heal Yourself, I think is one of the, those two books, um, talks about heart disease and about person not being heard through the, their life. They feel like they haven't been heard. And I understand those things. And I I can see that now with the people that I have met through all the decades now, that I can see that might be an underlying thing. And it makes sense to me that the emotions are a big portion of our health system. And then how does that contact from our viscera and then subluxate a vertebra? Because that's a mechanical thing. We think about it in mechanics. But if we take it out of the mechanistic thought and think of the vitalistic thought, put our principles into action, right? Because we're far more dynamic than we really think we are. That's why we add pills and drugs and things like that into our system. But the emotions or something from the viscera coming back and causing a subluxation, that's the part sometimes it's a little tough for us to wrap our head around. That it's not coming from a whack at your back or dropping a barbell on your, your spine or something. I don't know. But from the dysfunction or the lack of ease causing the subluxation from the viscera not always the subluxation causing the dis-ease or malfunction it can come back that way so for me I also look at that as a code that we're given I think it's a spiritual code from God saying this is how you care for my people this is coming back this way I'm giving you this message to adjust it to help this person live a more vitalistic or more vivacious life. So those are the little more esoteric type of things of understanding for people. In chiropractic, it's just easier to think of the th- the therapist type of thing, right?
1: Yeah, um, I got stuck on the, that last little section, and that's why I was reading it over Because it's similar to what you're saying, like the whole emotional subluxation comp and or different things that can be causing it. Science just doesn't understand at this point. Science just hasn't caught up to that. And it took me back because right now I'm doing, trying to learn as much about tone as possible. And chiropractic was founded on tone and there's so many um, different approaches to someone's system to kind of unwind the meningeal tension and everything like that. Which once again, science doesn't really um, have a stance either way, or doesn't really have an explanation for something like that. So it was saying to have your certainty and not to worry about what scientists view, and that, that tying it back to the whole certainty. But the religious thing I found pretty interesting because in class I brought up, um, I believe it was nineteen, the book nineteen ten, where he was saying where he got the inspiration to adjust uh, mm-hmm. Harvey Litter. and and people started like saying, oh, get behind me, Satan, get behind me, Satan, because they couldn't uh, accept that that was something because their religious views keep them from accepting something like that. And I um, remember going, meeting you, I don't know w- what area that was, but uh, you guys were having that retreat, mm-hmm. and um, a couple of the people from Pasquale. Cassidia, yeah. yeah, so I was, and at that time, I was having... Uh, odd experience where my grandmother just kept coming up in weird ways and it was hard for me to accept that because my religious views said that that's something negative and it just kept viewing something so beautiful now that I look at it like my grandmother reaching out to me I was viewing it as something negative because I was taught that that's negative and the same way with science like when I went into chiropractic school and I started hearing all these things uh, I viewed it as negative like there's no way because science doesn't agree with it so once I was able to, once again, silence that educated mind or what I had been programmed, the way I've been programmed to think, I'm able to connect with people on a deeper level. Yeah, yeah. It's extremely powerful, and it's yeah. cool to see it in the book because I, I hadn't even read that. It was just a journey that I had to go on my own.
0: Absolutely. That's great. You know, the, uh, the, the he got the message from a spiritual being, is what he says. And, uh, you know, the, the reality is... Even in the Bible, let's okay. just, just talk about that put it out there. Many people got spiritual messages that were regular people. Okay, We are all able to receive those messages and connecting the material with the spiritual. Um, the first chapter of 1914, and I read that one quite often on stage, that's what he talks about is getting to that connection and understanding where we are and that material and the spiritual are one, and understanding what it is in the afterlife or in that spiritual realm, we are gonna have a higher understanding of that with chiropractic, and I know that's esoteric, and it's a lot for people to grab onto, and I can understand it. Don't get mad at the, the messenger, but ultimately, understanding these things, chiropractic is far more than we have any realization of, I feel. Didi started setting the tone for that, and I don't think he realized it. He was just understanding it. He was just giving us a vocabulary and trying to put it into words himself, right? So we are taking all this time to unwind it. B.J. Palmer was much more mechanistic. We're getting back to the age of Didi, and that's where all this talk starts coming up. Just organically, it's like I see it, something more in chiropractic. It definitely is once you open yourself up to that like
1: the amount of ways that you can help someone seem limitless like to to say that an adjustment can help somebody with an emotional past trauma or, that's unbelievable oh yeah like that like I told you I had that experience with, um, with the girl on the table and I adjusted her and I could feel what it was that was being released. like The vibration was completely different. The adjustment was just different than anything I had felt before. So I stepped back and just observed and watched her body uh, integrate the adjustment. And you saw her shoulders round forward, her wrists curl up, her fists clench, and her body just kind of come into that ball. Her breathing almost stopped. And I just gave her time and let her know that I was still there. And you see her come off and her face is just red and she had to leave. And she told me that she was in the car crying for 20 minutes. And she was finally able to integrate what that past experience that she wow. she had been holding on to for so long. Mm-hmm. So,
0: That's wow, you know. You don't know what that could have manifested in your life. Or, you know, people making bad decisions, maybe even taking their own life and decide not to. Or whatever this old past experience of just locked up. Creating dis-ease or malfunction in her. I mean, that's just amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, that was this was a big session. I think we're getting deeper, and uh, you know, I'd like to to do more of us together. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And I want to just talk about this book, one second. And this is the basis and theory of medicine by Speransky, and the role of the nerve system that he did um, this research in the 1940s in Russia with. The intention of helping Russians become healthier, no money from uh, companies or advertising or anything like that, but real research on nerve transmission and disease and proved chiropractic, basically. I don't need to continually be reproven chiropractic works. You've seen it in your clinician period at school. We don't need to continually prove it. Other people on the outside or even within our profession constantly say, prove it to me, prove it to me. This is all, this is what I need. Um, I'm gonna bring some to Mexico with me and I'll bring some to Barcelona and Madrid. Um, This is, uh, and I I sell them for what I I print them so we can print more. I'm sending out about 15 of them today and uh, it's here. And you know, there have been a lot of chiropractic writers that have written about it, and I have those, and I send those as adjuncts because it's not necessarily easy reading, but the power is here. The books are important for us, okay? That's why we're doing this. We're inspiring people all over the world that are doing their green book readings now. I want you to post them. Put them up, we'll put them on one page. The iCairo um, is a good one. We can make one for, for our area. We do it on my site, on uh, Innate Express, is, on, in our, is our green book posts on uh, YouTube. So subscribe to the page, share this, and we're gonna transform the world together. I love and appreciate you, and thank you very much, Junior. And uh, Alani, I am so happy you came today, and we can come more. Next time we'll bring, bring Bianca and Malcolm, okay? Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you soon. Keep serving.